Welcome to the Mommy Mogul Mastery Podcast. If you're looking for a place to get real about balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship, it being a part of a community of successful, purposeful, and faith-filled mommy moguls sounds like the right place for you, then come on in, sis, have a seat because you have found your place and you have found your people. I am Shawnee Faye, the Mommy Mogul Mentor, and I'm breaking the mold and helping women to ditch their nine to five grind. Tonight, we are speaking with none other than Mrs. Monica Swint. Thank you, girl, for being here. Let me tell y'all a little bit about Monica. She has her Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. She is also a registered nurse, an entrepreneur, nurse and beauty healthcare consultant, educator, and speaker with over a decade of experience. Monica's undying passion is to educate and empower others by changing the way they think about their health, wellness, and aging beauty. Through Monica Swint Consulting LLC brand, Monica provides nursing with mastery, intravenous, education skills. She also shares practical solutions that allow clients to level up their thinking and learn efficient and scalable skills, increasing awareness and helping them build towards a successful nursing career in the hospital setting and med spa industry. So please give a warm <laughs> welcome to Mrs. Monica Swint. All this is you, girl. <laughs> Listen, I was like, Listen, it is different when somebody else says it. Yes, it does. Because <laughs> you know, like, we just do what we do. We do what we do. Yes. Listen, I love it. I like when I met you in November, I was like, I like her energy. She is. Ooh, let's be let's be Instagram friends. <laughs> yes, yes. When I met you, so I was like, I, I'm such an energy person and your mm -hmm. energy is contagious. Thank so you, girl. thanks for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. Well, thank you for coming. I so appreciate it. I so appreciate it. So, girl, I do got questions. Okay. I, I want to know all the things from that 10, them 10 years, <laughs> over them 10 years of experience. I want to know all the things, girl. But start by telling me just about, like, the moment that you knew, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is the purpose that has been set before me. How did you know? How did I know? Really, it kind of goes back to when I was a kid. I used to um, ask my mom all the time, why was I so different? Mm -hmm. And I always thought outside the box. Um, quick little story. When I was in third grade, my mom used to comb my hair. Very nice. And I didn't like the way she combed it. I would get to school and I would take it down and I would recomb it. And when I get, got home, I would be in trouble and <laughs> then my mom said well since you want to take on that project once you get to school it's your it's your job now yeah <laughs> so um <laughs> I just really always thought outside the box and then I used to always ask my mom why is my life so hard in comparison yeah. and she would always tell me she said because you're chosen yes and I was Ooh. like I never knew what that meant re mm -hmm. until really um maybe like in 2020 when yeah. we were on um, quarantine and I had to spend a lot of time with myself after, and she told me that from a little girl when it really hit, like, really I'm chosen. <laughs> yeah, man. So why like choose to do, because you, you're in the nursing field, you know, you have your bachelor's of science in nursing, you're a registered nurse. So why not just clock in at nine o'clock and you know, or I think nurses work like seven to seven, them kind of hours. Listen. Why not do that? Why say, I'm going to do this for myself. Listen. I got this. I can Listen. do this. <laughs> That's for somebody else. <laughs> That's not 
Well, it was. I know that's right. So it was a part of my journey. So I was a hairstylist for 17 years Mm -hmm. before I was a nurse. Wow. Back it up. I was a nail technician in college, had a whole business. So you've been, you're a serial entrepreneur. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I was introduced to the entrepreneur bug at the age of 14 as a shampoo girl. Okay. Went off to college, had a whole business in the college dorm. Mm-hmm. Two years wow. in, came home. I told my mom, I said, this college thing is taking too long. I can't do this. I got to do something else. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I went to school for <laughs> hair. Too long. Went to school for hair. Um, that business took off. I did that for 17 years. Owned two successful hair salons. Um, and then, but I always had a passion for nursing. Mm-hmm. But I got used to that quick money. Yeah. And it got, I, I had a daughter um, who was born premature. And then I fell in love with nursing again. Mm. And then I went back to school as yeah. an older adult. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the little kids just making all the noise in the class. And you're just like, can y'all shut up? I'm trying to learn. I pay good money for this. And honestly, it really wasn't that experience because because nursing is such a serious profession. Most people mm. take it serious. Um, okay. Everybody came in there to take care of their business. Yeah. So that's kind of how nursing was. But um, nail technician, hairstylist, nurse. So now I'm 15 years a nurse. Yeah. And to kind of piggyback off your question about why not, why the not, why not the nine to five? Well, I knew when I was working in the hospital setting that that was not my end goal because mm-hmm. um, I was a leader in nursing. I did travel nursing. I always went to work with my scrubs, cute scrubs, hair done, <laughs> makeup to the nine. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Never took a leadership role in a hospital. Always was asked to, never had a desire, but all the young nurses would kind of flock to me, be like, Mo, can you teach me this? Can you teach me that? And I love to teach. Yeah. Um. So that's my nursing store. But to kind of how I aged out of, not aged out, wrong term, but how I kind of <laughs> like <laughs> departed from the hospital setting is I was tired. I was tired mm-hmm. of making the sacrifices. Um. I felt like I wasn't a good mother. Um, I missed a lot of events, Mm -hmm. a lot of events, uh, a lot of family functions. Um, I ended up getting a divorce. Mm. Um, all these things played a part in the career that I chose. I'm not blaming the career, but it played a part. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you chasing that. And sometimes it's hard to split your, well, I mean, I don't think that you really can split your attention 50, 50, something is going to take more precedence in the other. So that's why I think, you know, entrepreneurship, like for me has really changed my life because I can take that 90% that I really want to focus on my family and I can still get paid and be able to provide for them. I wasn't able to do that when I was clocking in, you know, nine, and I was working, I work hard now, but I was just, it's different when it's yours, you know what I mean? It like, is different, yes. I it agree. is very different, and 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 I and I like taking naps. I'm not gonna lie about it, you know. Like I think it's healthy, and I couldn't take no naps on the people's jobs. You cannot take naps on those people's jobs, <laughs> no ma'am. Because then you wouldn't have one. That so part. I said, well, let me just let me go ahead and find me somewhere I can um take a little twenty minute nap when I'm ready. <laughs> but it has really changed my life. So. Like, and I, I can imagine that it's changed yours too. Like I see yourself on Instagram, you and your husband and like the dance. And I'm like, 
Yo, that's relationship goals right there. Listen, <laughs> listen, but I don't know if you're going to ask me that question or not about my husband, but that's a whole nother story in how um, entrepreneurship and balancing um, children, it, it's it's a lot. Yeah, it is. So, so yeah, we let's get into the, to the husband part because... I don't, I'm personally not married, but mm-hmm. my parents have been together since they were 16 years old and they'll be like 67 this year. Don't be mad, mom and dad. Don't put your business out there. It's, it's a great thing. And it's so, a blessing. Yeah, it absolutely is. And so I've always like kind of looked and it set my standard a little higher. Cause I'm like, mm, I know the mark that they got to meet, you know? So you did mention that, you know, going through all of that with the career and, you know, being in there, you were successful, but maybe not all the way successful at everything. Mm. So how did, how did this come about? And like, how did it change? You know, like what got you to the point where you can meet him? Okay. So meeting my husband, I was doing travel nurse. I was still in a hospital setting. So mm-hmm. I was living in New Orleans. That's where I'm from. And I had came to Atlanta for a travel assignment, a travel nursing assignment sent my daughter off to college and I was like, I'm out deuces. So came for a travel (laughs) assignment and one of the uh, nurse technicians at the facility, she was like, Mo, I want to introduce you to my brother-in-law and look at me. What's wrong with him? (laughs) (laughs) Cause something gotta be wrong. (laughs) Atlanta where they got a zillion women to one man. What's Mm -hmm. wrong with him? And she's like, nothing. He's just real particular. Mm -hmm. He's been uh, married. He was married for 20 years and was divorced for like four at the time. And I was like, well, I'm dating somebody at the time, which I was. And then Mm -hmm. um, she came back like three months later and she said, are you still dating? Because I really want to introduce you to my brother-in-law. I say, he's still single? What's wrong with him? (laughs) And she said, no, he's just really particular. And he he's looking for a woman. He's not looking to just date anybody. He wants a woman who understands who she is. And yes. I think y'all be a good match. And I was like, let me see a picture. <laughs> he was horrible at taking pictures. So I looked at the picture. I was like, give mm. her my number. <laughs> <laughs> so she gave the number. We um, we ended up connecting. He called me that night. We was on the phone for like three hours. Wow, that's some good conversation. I know. It was just like real organic, good conversation. And then um, we didn't meet in person for like over a month because of our work schedules. Mm-hmm. And then when we, but we built the rapport, the, we was talking every night. Yeah. And when we finally met in person, he was like, oh, I'm going to take you to the finest restaurant in Atlanta. And I was like, baby, you can't impress me with food. I'm from New Orleans. Yeah. And Hello. I said, you eat shrimp stew? And he was like, what is that? I was like, it's kind of like a beef stew, but it has shrimp and sausage and potatoes. And he was like, I'm country. I'll try it. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm bringing it over. So you cooked? I didn't ask. What? I bought it. I, well, I cooked it at my house. And then mm-hmm. I brought it over to his house because I wanted to see how single he was. <laughs> I need proof. That part. So got to the house. Got pulled up this big old gigantic bed. I was like, oh, shit. It's a real man. <laughs> he real, so anyway, real. long story short. <laughs> We met and we had been to from that night on, we was together until we got married. Wow. And we got married, excuse me, we got married like real quick. Um, within a year. Yeah. Um, but he had children, he had three children, 
um, two adult children, one daughter still in high school. I had two daughters, one in high school, one in college. Mm -hmm. Well, we had a lot of obstacles with trying to um, merge the families, um, become one, try to get yeah. on the same page. And we were unsuccessful and I divorced them. What? Wait, yeah. not the one you be dancing with on, on, yeah. on Instagram. But <laughs> but, but <laughs> let me tell you, we we got a divorce, which wasn't a bad, it was a bad thing at the time. Mm -hmm. We needed to do some work. Was a divorce necessary? Probably not. But we separated. We grew individually. Yeah. We did therapy individually. And then he invited me <laughs> on a trip. And we've been together since. <laughs> I love it. And we got remarried in 2021. I love it. So we share that story all the time with people just to let them know um, it's okay. If you yeah. break up or get divorced or whatever, I always try to be transparent because a divorce is not the end all. Mm -hmm. it, there is life mm -hmm. after it. <laughs> Hey ladies, I know that you're enjoying the episode and so I will not take too long of a time. I just wanted to talk to you guys. I'm on my way to go pick up my daughters from school and I wanna to talk to you really quickly about how you can make the change and kick your nine to five in the butt and let it all go and work from home, doing exactly what you love, using everything that you already know. So the one of the biggest hurdles for me was really trying to figure out like, how am I gonna replace my income? Like, how much money do I need to make this thing happen? What exactly is my quit budget? So, I'm gonna help you out. If you need to figure out exactly how you can replace your income, what that number looks like, how many people will it take for me to get to that point? I got you, sis. So go ahead and go to www.mommymogamentor.com and sign up right now. And for absolutely free, I will give you your breakaway calculator to tell you exactly how much you need to fire your job. Love you. Yes, sir. You know, okay. So here's what I love about that story. First of all, I love you being that transparent, you know, because a lot of people might like hide those things about themselves. But really, there's no reason to because you go through these experiences for a reason. Absolutely. Right. Somebody has to see what you went through because there's somebody out there, someone listening who's like, I do want to get back with him. But I just my family going to say all kind of stuff. They're going to be like, girl, you crazy. Didn't you just vomit that up? Don't eat that back. <laughs> <laughs> they going to say all kind of stuff. <laughs> so, so there's somebody who listens like, but I just know that's my person. You know, I know that that's my person. So a girl, listen, I love it. And then the work, like the mindset work that you talked about, you know, having to heal because, and then girl, so many things like the mindset and like, you recognize I have to do the work. You know, I have to do the work. He has to do the work. We have to both be healed in order to come back together or really to even be with anybody else. If, the, if it would have gone that way, but you got to do the inner work. And then the fact that nursing, although it played a part in your first divorce, it also is what led you <laughs> to this. So it's all woven all up and through your life. That is beautiful. It is. And he is my person, especially for me from God, yeah. because yeah. if, well, most entrepreneur women are alpha women, most. Mm-hmm. 
um, in leadership yeah. or whatever, but I'm an alpha female and he is an alpha male. So go mm. figure, right? <laughs> so God knew what I needed yeah. because oof, I ain't nothing nice. <laughs> Listen, you're not the only one, right? You're not the only one because sometimes, sometimes, honestly, I wonder because I have been single for so long, but I was just so fixated on like being the best mother that I could be because if the father wasn't going to be there, I didn't want my children lacking anything. I hear all the time where like sometimes young girls who don't have a father figure in the household, they can become promiscuous and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, no, no, no. We're going to make sure that's not a problem. But sometimes I wonder if because I've been single for so long and because I'm running my own, mm, right? How am I going to introduce somebody into my situation? Am I going to be able to like do what I need to do to welcome them in, to have an open space? So be I think though, because I'm mindful of that, I do like really try to stay open-minded because I do want a man. I'm like, God, send him. <laughs> I don't know where he at, but. Send him. So that gives me hope too, you know, knowing that Absolutely. you are an alpha alpha female and he's an alpha male and y'all have managed to make it work. So I'm like, okay, he out there somewhere. It's work. It's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> and I'll just share with you that um, he'll come for you. He's mm -hmm. And just like you said, you, you're conscious about making the room. And yeah. as long as you're open to it, it will come to you. And you're going to be like, oh, I didn't even know I needed that. Yes. Because I didn't know. Because like you, like I was just raising my daughters, doing my thing, trying to keep, you know, keep my other daughter in college and just really like doing my thing. And I mean, I didn't look for it. And then, yeah. you know, he came in and he just been so helpful with the children as adult children. I mean, he's all, mm. he said from day one, they're my girls. Yeah. And he's oh, shown awesome. up in that capacity. Even when we got a divorce the first time, he was still there for them. <laughs> Yeah, he never left their side. He was like, "I'm here for y'all." You know me, my your mom going through. If you need me, I'm here, and he sincerely meant it. Yeah, wow, that is awesome. That is awesome. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you shared that. So the next question I want to ask is like, how has this entrepreneur? And we've talked about it a little bit, but how has like becoming a mommy mogul? Like, how has that changed your life? Because it's not just about you know the entrepreneurship, but it's also balancing the motherhood. So how has that changed your life? It has changed my life a lot. So, um, with going from one demanding career as being a nurse in a hospital to another demanding entrepreneurship journey, um, even though my kids transitioned from, you know, um, teenager to young adult, we're still really close and they mm -hmm. still look up to me and look to me for guidance or whatever. But we're saying that, um, I really had to do therapy during my entrepreneurship journey to be, for me, I felt I wasn't the best mom. I felt like mm -hmm. I was a great provider. Um, I can definitely give you, get the money and whatever you need to pay for, I can get that. But I felt I had mom guilt. Like I felt guilty for not being able to be there when they really needed me sometime. Yeah. And that's a real thing. It's a real thing. And I was just able just a few years ago to actually open my mouth and say it. I couldn't never, I yeah. felt it, but I, I couldn't say it. Yeah. So I had to do therapy to help me 
to get through the mom guilt and um, what we did as my young adult daughters, we reset and not started over, but we did a reset and say, hey, this is where we are now. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to be here to support you, but I need you to communicate with me as well because I, I don't always know how you feel. Right. Or if you need me, I'm doing too much. <laughs> I say, because y'all know me, when I get in the Delta, that's when I'm really, really working. I'll be like, just pull me and say, mom, I need you. Yeah. And that's and been working. Sometimes my kids will talk to me like if I'm I'm on the laptop, I'm there with them, but not totally present. Not present. You know, I'm working yeah. on the laptop and they'll say something. And I know I, I heard them say something, but I didn't hear what it was. And so I say, y'all got to stop doing that, please. Because then I feel guilty. As though I'm somehow neglecting you and really and truly I'm just in a zone. So if you could please help me by just saying mommy and make sure that I'm paying attention. Like make sure that I heard you and then say what it is. Because I do want to be present and what you have going on. I do want to hear you. But you can't just be yelling out stuff and then expectantly, you know. So we've kind of done that. And I, I know that mom guilt is a very real thing. I experienced that too especially like when I was working because I was working 10 hour days and but of course I've always been like the people the person that people want to talk to so I spent like an hour after work standing talking to people because you know the job was full of shit so all day like <laughs> right so people want to talk to you and I know I gotta go because my kids are waiting on me but I you know I, I still chose that and so then I felt bad for that you know because here I am helping these people <laughs> work through stuff and then you know <laughs> and my kids are at home by the time I get home my parents would have already like given them their bath they already had dinner so at this point they're just like mama we just want to watch tv Aww. you know and go to bed and I'm just like oh I missed it yeah. all you know I missed it all so that mom guilt thing is very very real I know where you're coming from with that the first thing I did after I left that job was I got a mindset coach that's it Cause I had to get, yeah, I had to get my whole mind, my whole mind Listen. together. Yes, ma'am. Like how much you want, honey? Because can you fix me <laughs> or can you point me in the right direction? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. That's, that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. So like how you said you went to therapy. I, I had done therapy in the past cause I was in a um, physically abusive mm -hmm. relationship. And so I, yeah, I, I had done it. I know how it is. And really it's something that they do where they pull you out you know, because they're like, you already know the you answer. You know, that's why, like, people get mad when um, when psychologists ask them questions. But it's because you know the answer. You know why you were in that situation. You know why you accepted whatever you accepted for however long <laughs> you accepted it for. And so, um, but sometimes you just need somebody else to ask the right question to make you reflect. And so, people need to be more okay with getting the help that they need because i know that's a stigma and i was gonna say that especially community. in our in our um culture like i i didn't get um counseling until 2020 which is what three years ago and i'm about mm. to be 50 so yeah. it wasn't that i didn't believe in it um it was that um I didn't see, I'm like, I'm a nurse. I don't, I don't see the value in that. I mean, I don't, I don't need, that was my mindset, but after losing a parent and the, this, and you know, going through, you know, my current husband and I had gotten to the point and I was like, this is beyond me. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> beyond me. I can't do it. And I was like, when I started therapy, I was like, I should have been in <laughs> like oh this what you do because I, I thought it was a totally different thing but if this is what yeah. you do i should have then came here i'd have had my life together a long time ago that part yeah that part <laughs> listen oh my god so we know that as an entrepreneur it is not easy i know that people make it look very glamorous and like oh you could get out here and do whatever you want to do and sometimes <laughs> You can do what you want to do, but when you up at three o'clock in the morning working on Preach stuff, to the people. cause <laughs> yes, cause listen, like I said, I like to take naps, but that nap will cost me. I took that nap then, but I still got work to do. <laughs> so, you know, when my kids go to sleep because, you know, I dedicate time to them. So when they go to sleep now it's on me, I got to take care of business. So it is a wonderful lifestyle because you don't have set hours, but you still do have a lot of work to do. So what are some of like the really big challenges that you've had to face in your entrepreneurship journey? Um, being taken seriously as an African-American professional nurse, um, because I do have corporate clients as well, where we create health and wellness programs. So I always have to over-present. Um, I always have to show up a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um and also, this is another thing with entrepreneurship, putting boundaries in place. Oh, that's a good one. It really is. It's For me, it's because I'm uh, a nurturer at heart, because I'm a nurse, that was, that's been a challenge. It's, I'm getting better. Getting better. It's a work. <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. Yeah. Ooh, but, but you know what? What I found that putting boundaries in place may has made me happier mm-hmm. because the person who you put the boundaries in place with they get mad that's because they're benefiting <laughs> right they're yeah. benefiting but then because what happened was let's just say my daughter would say oh mom can you pick up my dry cleaning on the way home and then i'll say okay i'll pick it up well honestly i really don't want to pick it up i don't want mm-hmm. to so then mm-hmm. i get mad at her because i committed yeah. Where I should have just said, no, I don't, you know, I don't need to give you an explanation. I just could have just said no. <laughs> but then you feel guilty. You feel like you do have to give well, an explanation. Well, I used to. <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to feel guilty about like stuff like that. But now I don't feel guilty. I'd be like, well, you should have planned your day a little better. <laughs> like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> They're a plus. They grown now. <laughs> they so. grown, but my husband have those girls so rotten like you're like well somebody's gonna marry them all for sir they're not gonna be here until they're 30 years old it's not happening it's not happening that's not healthy i love it i love it but it's true what you say that you always have to show up extra you always have to do more like you have to be almost perfect if not more than perfect and that's hard um because like for me i really struggle with like that perfectionist spirit and it's not good because sometimes it will stop me from showing up at all. If I can't come and be perfect, then count me out. I'm going to sit this one out, which is, that's terrible, you know? Because sometimes you just got to, not sometimes, you just, sometimes you got to do ugly. You do. You just got to show up and do the thing. And so, and then people will criticize anyway, which is something that people don't really take into consideration. You can show up and be perfect and they still going to have something to say. That part, they will. So it doesn't matter. So just up. show up. 
<laughs> you might as well just show up. It is so true. So, so true. I, um, one of the things that like has been a big, big boundary for me was me. Ooh. Like I was getting in my own way. Um, I actually did a post on Instagram not too long ago about this. Like I was sitting here in like tears because <laughs> I was like, I want to do the thing. Mm-hmm. And the thing was this podcast. Mm-hmm. I want to do it. I know that people need to hear my voice. People need to hear what I have to say. They need to hear what other women in our industry have to say, you know, like in entrepreneurship, what they yeah. have to say, how they're balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship and because I just didn't know how to make it perfect, I was just like, well, I'm at it. talk to me, God. Maybe I shouldn't. Because I got a habit of doing that. I was wanting to negotiate with God. Like, you yes. sure that's what you told me to do? <laughs> I told you, do it. Do it. Yes. I didn't say nothing about perfection. I say do it. Yeah. Yeah. Are you like, you sure? You sure? You positive? Like, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I said. So, um, Tell me about like what keeps you passionate about what you do because you you've pivoted right you started in the nursing and then you moved into you know the I health pivoted. and beauty so I pivoted so much <laughs> okay so I know um, it's a greater God wants greater for me mm-hmm. He wants the best for me and I know a lot of people say that but I know that I have a special calling on my life. And I used to dim my light to make other people feel comfortable. Mm, I I did that unknowingly. I didn't know I was doing it until one of my friends told me. She pulled me on the side. She's like, I don't like how you showing up as a nurse entrepreneur. Now, this is my good, good girlfriend. Mm. And I was like, what you mean? She was like, we was at such and such. And when you walked in the room, you kind of like dim down yourself. She said, I'm used to you like, yeah, you know, like serving. I was like, I didn't even know I was doing that. Yeah. And then I started observing my behavior in certain rooms. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't like that because that's not who I am. Right. And she was like, no, nah, let your light shine. If they don't like it, tell them to put some shades on. That's uh, there you go. <laughs> put some shades on. <laughs> but I appreciated her. I appreciated her bringing that to my attention because I didn't even know that's what I was doing. Yeah. Um, With saying that, I know I have a higher calling. I can pivot over and over again because I know my calling is higher. Mm. God will give me a vision and I will work that thing out. And I'm a, like, if he give it to me, I'm an executor. I'm an immediate executor. Nice. I'm an immediate executor. As soon as he give it to me, I'm like working on it, working on it, working on it, working on it. I'm like, I'm just going to keep digging and digging and digging it until I figure the thing out. And for me, I don't have to be perfect. I think because I came from a shampoo girl in high school and I've been on an entrepreneurship journey for a minute and I kind of like understand the language of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. I don't have it down pat, but I understand the language a little more. And I do understand that things are going to change. Yeah. It's a part of business. If you stay the same, you're going to get the same results. Yep. I want greater results. So then I just keep pivoting. So I don't even think I told you this. I had an IV hydration business. Well, I think I know that though. Like, yeah, I I've seen you, yeah, I've seen you doing the stuff. I've seen it. Yeah, girl, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, so I had that business. That's how I pivoted into the mass by consulting. Mm. 
People mm. were asking me questions all the time. I was already doing it, but I was doing it for free. Yeah. But tell but, me about the hydration specialist. Because I was like, what is a hydration specialist? Like, what so, do they do and why do I need that? <laughs> you need it in your life as an entrepreneur. Mm. So what happens is, like, you take your multivitamins, mm-hmm. um, yeah, all your supplements and everything. Your gut, which is your stomach, breaks all of those vitamins down. And you're only absorbing 10 to 20%. That's all you right. get. And if you are purchasing one over the counter, you're not even getting that much. Because the dosage is so low. Right. So your mm. gut is breaking all that down and you're excreting it through your urine and your stool. So, AKA, you ain't really getting nothing. Right. With that being said, when mm. you get your vitamins via IV, you're getting 100% on a cellular level. Okay. Which makes it available for your body to use at time of administration. Mm-hmm. So, if I go and I stick you and then we start the IV... Those vitamins are going directly to your cell, available for use. And however your body needs to use them, whatever you're deficient in, your body will absorb it. And whatever you don't need, it will take it out. Huh. So where you at again? And you're in Atlanta? Because, <laughs> you know, so I'm up the road in Augusta. I could I, I could come it. <laughs> so I don't do the service anymore. Oh, man. But I do have a lot of relationships and I'm going to find somebody in your area. Okay. <laughs> you need that in your life as an entrepreneur, um, as an aging mom, as a mm-hmm. mom, you like, you don't get a, entrepreneurs don't get enough rest. Yeah. And your mind never stops. No. It's Ooh, always that's... going. Yeah. And you're yeah. always dehydrated. Yeah. My kids ask me, they're like, mommy, um, how'd you sleep last night? Eh. When? <laughs> eh. <laughs> Because I know my eyes was closed, and I know at some point I must have drifted off into a dream, but it was dreaming about work or, like, something, you know? So it's not ever, like, a really restful sleep. It's just kind of like I closed my eyes for a little bit, let my body kind of take a break. Yeah, so, okay, I'm going to get me a hydration specialist. <laughs> and let me give you a let me give you a, a gem. So mm-hmm. until you get IV hydration, the best vitamin for women, especially... Mm-hmm. And an entrepreneur is magnesium. Magnesium, baby. When I say change your life, let me hold on. Let me, right yeah, on. magnesium <laughs> in the powder form. Okay, powder form. You can get it um, from Amazon. Amazon have it. Okay, get it in the powder form. Put it in one scoop in a cup of tea. Okay. All the mommies listening, y'all need this. Yes. One scoop of magnesium and a cup of tea before bed, and you will have the best sleep. Thank me later. Okay. Listen. Okay. I'm about <laughs> to get on Amazon right after this and order me some powder magnesium because I really do. I really do want my brain to kind of turn off sometimes. Yeah. It that's... will slow your brain. It will slow you down. Yeah. Because that's that's really the struggle. Is my mind is always just. Going, going, going. So, oh, well, thank you, ma'am. You're so welcome. <laughs> and for all the mommies who are listening, like, go get you some magnesium right now, but don't buy it all up. Please make sure you leave one at Amazon for me. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. So we started talking about, you know, some of the things that you uh, that you do and that you offer. So, but what is your, like, signature offer? Like, for the ladies who are listening who want to work with you, what does that look like? My signature offer currently is... I help med spa owners, and a lot of people say, what is a med spa? 
-hmm. You can think of it as a med spa or a wellness center where you go, you get facials, Botox, massages, um, anything that makes your body feel good. Well, not necessarily anything, but a lot of things. (laughs) Girl, because some people might went straight to the gutter. I know, that's why I think, let me clean it up real quick. But (laughs) wellness services that makes mommy feel good. um, So that's what a med spa is. So what I do is I take med spa owners. I help them to grow and expand their business into a more profitable business. Okay. By offering med spa audits. Okay. Okay. AKA I find the money in their business. Right. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I work with established business owners, not newbies. I used to Mm -hmm. coach the newbies, but we've transitioned into growing and scaling because I found that that's my, that's my, my jig. That's my thing. Yeah. And um, sometimes it can get challenging though with, um, with new entrepreneurs just because they're still trying to figure out what they want to do. They haven't quite like niched down what it is. They still want, they're still in that phase where they want to help everybody. I can do all the things I can. No. Sugarfoot, you can not no man all the people stop, <laughs> stop. exactly yeah, and that's so, something that mm-hmm. had to be learned so but if you are have a man spy looking to grow and scale call me or if you are a physician and you own a primary care practice or you own some kind of specialty clinic and you want to integrate iv infusion into your current practice i can come in and my team and I, we can in- integrate that into your current practice. Awesome. And it's so, um, you do it virtually so you can help people anywhere. I can help pe- people anywhere. So we have a virtual option and we have an in-person option as oh, well. Nice. You can get the more experience. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. We'll travel. <laughs> I do travel. Yes, I, I do. I love that. That's awesome. So you say you're in the Atlanta area now. How long have you been in the Atlanta area? I've been here six years, almost seven years. Oh, yeah. I've been here seven months. Really? <laughs> Atlanta and Augusta. Yeah, I lived in Florida before this. So I've only been in the Augusta area for about seven months. Your parents in are in Augusta? Nope. I moved here all by myself. I know. Augusta? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, and they keep asking me because, first of all, like, why? I specifically live in Martinez, Georgia, which okay. is out right outside of Augusta. And it's such a small, small, small place. And coming from like the Miami area, I just wanted something slower. So I was running from Atlanta. But truth be told, I think at some point I might have to just take my happy butt on to Atlanta because that's where people are at. <laughs> I'm on the outskirts. Now, I don't live in the city. I always say Atlanta because they're in New Atlanta, but I live mm-hmm. on the outskirts, which which is called Conyers. Okay. Okay. So I'm closer to you than Atlanta. So oh. I think I can get to you in like an hour and something. Oh, nice. So okay, we're well, pretty close. Yeah. My side of town is closer to your end. And I just found that out because my husband told me. <laughs> it ain't like I do. But he told me. And uh, I was like, yeah, I guess I'm not far at all. But, um, yeah, I love where we are because we can get to the city close, but mm-hmm. we still get the the slower lifestyle. Yeah, because I because yeah. mm, that Atlanta traffic, like every time I go there for an event, I'm like, listen, how y'all do this every day? Like it's, how? You and better why? put a podcast on and, and pray. <laughs> 
if y'all are in Atlanta, listen to the Mommy Mogul podcast. We got you at least for an hour. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, we do. We have you. <laughs> for an hour of your day. Yes. <laughs> because, man, that traffic is bananas. My daughter wants to go there for her birthday, which mm-hmm. is in like a week. And I'm just like, oh. It ain't not nice. <laughs> it ain't for the week, though. Oh, man. No, no, no. Um, What did I... <laughs> I just I love this conversation. Like I just love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So many things. So many things. Um, so okay, going back to talking about like the hydration specialist, right? And how that how that's important. How did you even realize that that was an issue that people needed to fix? Oh, so now this is funny. (laughs) I was in I was in New Orleans and I had a a good girlfriend who worked at an IV hydration business mm-hmm. and we had went out the night before and we had too much to drink <laughs> and and I was like girl I am so dehydrated she said well, I gotta go to work if you wanna come and get a, we call it a drip you wanna come get a drip I'll be there which I had never had one before I know um, I've had saline like the fluid I've had just a plain fluid before but I never had it with the vitamins infused mm-hmm. so she was like well, just come through. I'll take care of you. I was like, okay, all right, cool. So I get there and I'm not feeling my best. Mm-hmm. And I was like, here, do whatever you want. I just, I just need to feel better. You know how it is. You're like, Lord, give me one more chance. One more yeah. Chance. I promise I won't ever drink again, God. Yeah. Ever, it was ever. one of those. So I promise you halfway through the infusion, my hangover symptoms were gone. Mm. So I was like, why do I feel better already? And she said, think about it. She said, when you're dehydrated, you're deficient in your vitamins and minerals. Mm -hmm. So getting the fluids and the vitamins supplements, you solve the problem. Huh. Right. That's how I was like, oh my God, you're so smart. (laughs) And this was (laughs) 10 years ago. Wow. And I've been getting them every single month for the last 10 years. So is that how often someone should get is every month? Yes. It's really based on your lifestyle. So if you are like, you're an athlete, you can get a couple of times a month. But if you like an entrepreneur, you travel a lot, especially if you're on planes all the time. Mm. Because what a lot of people don't realize when you fly, the altitude makes you dehydrated. It's drawing extra blood. I'm sorry, blood. I'm sorry. It's drawing extra fluid out of your body, the altitude. So Mm. that's why people come down and say, oh my God, I'm so jet lagged. You're dehydrated. Damn. Yeah. So you don't never know how all these th- how these things play together. So now I'm wondering if I would just dehydrate. I went through something um, the last six months of when I was working my job. And for, well, actually, it was honestly like over a year. I was crazy dizzy all the time. I was struggling to drive because, I mean, you're scared. If you get dizzy, you might, you know, run off the road or something. And so I went to several different doctors nobody knew what was wrong with me they were like i mean you don't have high cholesterol even and i'm a big girl so of course they think i got diabetes or high cholesterol or something i ain't had none of that i don't have any of that and um they were like well your blood pressure is a little elevated so maybe it's high blood pressure they gave me blood pressure medication and they went whoop like i still nothing wasn't working so now i'm thinking you may have been dehydrated could have just been dehydrated something as simple as dehydration can cause it can cause your blood pressure to go up or down. Mm-hmm. It can cause you to feel lightheaded, um, lack of mental clarity. It can, I mean, you can feel like you run, like literally, like I feel like I'm going to die. 
Wow. So, and even if you're drinking lots of water, you can still be... You can be drinking lots of water, but are your cells taking in the water? Mm. That's the question. Right. Because just because you're taking... And you may think you're taking enough water in for your body Mm -hmm. composition... But you may not be. You may be like, oh, I'm drinking water all day. But how, it, okay, you're drinking it all day. But how many ounces are you drinking per serving? Is right. it enough for your body composition? So, transparency. This is my tumbler, right? Mm-hmm. I go everywhere with this tumbler. Mm-hmm. I got them in like 50 different colors. And I will drink like three or four of these a day. But I put a lot of ice in it. So, it's maybe... <laughs> Maybe it's not it's as like, much water. Yeah. So I think that I'm being hydrated, but sometimes my lips are still dry. And I'm like, Shani, you don't drink. You're dehydrated. Like- you're dehydrated. If mm. your lips are dry. Yeah. You're dehydrated. Because if yeah, you were hydrated. Looking at how often I lick my lips in the, in the video. <laughs> yeah. You, you would not. Your lips wouldn't be dry if you were hydrated. Mm. So you're taking in the water. And you may not be as much water because you have the ice in there. Right. And for your body composition, it may not be enough to sustain hydration for you. Hmm. Yeah. So link me up with somebody. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take care of you on the hydration thing. Thank you. I got you. I definitely think I am. Yeah, I confirmed. Confirmed. I am dehydrated. Oh, wow. Wow, and wow, guess wow. what? You gonna feel so much better. You was like, I didn't even know I was feeling this bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a game changer. I, I'm t- my husband, which is ten years older than me, mm-hmm. right? And but when I got with him, I was like, Look, I don't want an old man. I, I, I don't want to. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> don't be acting old. Don't be acting old because this, this is not gonna work for us. I need you to be, be with it. But. When we um, got together, he was on several medications and he's six, five. Mm-hmm. He was 300 at the time, but then he's down to two hundreds now. But I'm saying that to say that he started IV hydration mm-hmm. and he started coming off some of his medications. And the doctor was like, what are you doing? He's like, man, my doc, I mean, my, my wife is a nurse. And she giving them drips. And I'm like, what drips are you talking about? <laughs> and then he told him about the IV hydration and all of essential vitamins that he get. He was like, whatever your wife doing, y'all need to keep doing it because your numbers look amazing. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely going to get me together. I need that. <laughs> oh, my God. I did not expect to get that from this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. But Wow. Like now I'm just thinking about everything and I'm like, huh, okay. Yep. That's, that's going to sit with me for the rest of the night. Like, <laughs> that is going to sit with me, man. I'm going to tell my mama too. Cause she always like, go drink some water. Uh, but I, something still don't feel right. Are you listening mother? You yes. heard her. Yeah. <laughs> She's the expert. Wow. Okay. Huh. What are some, besides that, like, I don't even know how to ask this question. Like, what, I want to ask you, what are some gems that, like, you can give the ladies who want to get into entrepreneurship? Um, But I think you just gave away, like, so much good, good just there. (laughs) I think if you are interested in entrepreneurship, one of the most important things is to make sure you do inventory of your home. Mm. 
It is very important if you are in a relationship, married, have kids, to do to do a check-in before you take on such a commitment because it's going to change your your whole house dynamic. Yeah. And you have to make sure that you have room to take on that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's it's good. important. A lot of people don't consider that, but yeah. I I know I didn't. I just yeah. I was just so used to doing but then you find that you start struggling in certain areas. Then you know the business is struggling. Then you then you pull closer to you, when you pull closer to your family, and then when you pull closer to the business, then the family is struggling. But mm-hmm. the struggle comes with the lack of communication. Yeah. So that's been something because I was I thought I was a good communicator, but I really wasn't. It was in here. I wasn't saying it out of my mouth. So you know, when me, me and my husband got remarried. That was our thing. He's like, I don't care if you like it or not. We're going to communicate. Yeah. And then I'm just, you know, getting better. I'm still not all the way there. It's a work in progress. But you have to communicate and you have to make room for the thing that you're asking to take on. And it's a financial. (laughs) What's the word? It's a financial change as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because you want it, you got to make sure that your household can handle it. Yeah. Cause there may be those high points where like you get a, you get a new client, you get a big influx of cash, but then when it's slow, you're not getting them regular paychecks like you used to. And so, yeah, you're absolutely right. They need to know that make sure your house can handle it. Make sure all the people in your house can handle the change too. So, and then, communication like so just to clarify it is not just like this is for the people who listen I know you know this girl um but it is not just about you speaking your piece it is also about giving the room for that person to speak their piece too that is real communication where we can both say how we feel and have a dialogue and not just you saying all the things and me just compromising so yeah that's important to note too um so there's a fun segment that I want to do <laughs> called Wait One Mommy Mogul Minute. <laughs> I so, like that phrase. <laughs> thank you. So you can I either tell a story about like something funny that happened with your kids. Maybe, you, you know, something where you had to like snatch them edges or <laughs> or it could be something that just like helps you to balance um, the motherhood and entrepreneurship. You, you did give some like good gems earlier. You had mentioned that you've created those boundaries, which really gives your children responsibility, like plan your day accordingly. So you do what you have to do. <laughs> you know, don't don't be relying on me, you know, not but, all the time. I'm not yeah. like hardcore, but I'm not going to let you um, don't on me. Mm hmm. But what we do, well, what I do to make it easy for me so I can be a better mother and be more present in the house is I have a housekeeper twice a month that comes in. Um, It took me a long time to commit to that Mm -hmm. um, because I felt like, I don't want nobody in my house, blah, 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 because I like to clean my own house. Well, we bought a new home and it's much bigger and I don't, I don't want to. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I'm actually contemplating, and it's just the three of us. But sometimes don't dishes no don't contemplate no more. <laughs> don't don't do it. Do it. Get just you a service, it. girl. Just even if it. it's once a month, or yeah. even if it's quarterly. Yeah. 
it's the best it was the best event it takes the load off like why i'm not on the weekends like we like to go out and not i mean we might well go to lunch or spend a day in the city or whatever i don't want to be on a weekend all day cleaning house i don't want to exactly. do that exactly well and, and i'm not part of and that's part of why like i got my laundry you know out there i got that first, from you yes <laughs> i haven't Listen. used it yet i downloaded the app Mm -hmm. But and I gave the app to my daughter because mm -hmm. she has a hair salon, and I was like, I, I was like, I downloaded the app. I say I will be using it, but I haven't yes. used it yet. Girl. But um, another thing is, what else we do? We um, something else. What else do I do? The house. Oh, car. Come and get the car cleaned at the house. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Right now we we pull. I have a, a membership, so we pull through. We let them wash it, and then me and the girls get out and we like dry it up and vacuum. But I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. Where you just just come on and do it here. <laughs> but yeah, but I actually it's part of our routine. So for right now, I actually like that part. But yeah. I hate laundry and I hate dishes. So like I'm gonna get that off my plate. We are gonna hire somebody to come do these dishes because I just can't. I, I don't. And it's not that I can't. I just don't want to. You don't want to, and, and you, that's and okay. Like, and you got the right. Yeah. You have the right. Last but not least, uh, grocery delivery. Yes. Why is everybody not doing that? It's only $12.95 a month, honey. Like, Listen. Do whatever you got to do to get They're crazy. <laughs> do Why whatever wouldn't you, you got to do. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Why yeah. wouldn't you? First, and you save money, too. You like, do, because you don't spend as much, because when you go in the store, you spend too much money. Yep, especially in a Walmart, because then I want to go everywhere. I don't never want to buy Walmart clothes until I'm in the doggone Walmart. Then all and of a sudden, like, oh, my God, this is so cute. This is adorable. Walmart sell this? What? Walmart done came up. Mm-hmm. And then my pocket done went down. Like, come on. <laughs> That's what happens every time. Like, I don't need this, you know? And then my kids, they like those, um, you know, those real, like, light skin cookies with the frosting on top. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like those, too. I do not. I'm like, where's the flavor? Where? I don't. <laughs> but I get, they I, love them. I eat them, like, around the holiday time. Yeah. I'll have, like, one. Mm -hmm. I don't have too many. But I do like them. <laughs> when I go to the store with them kids, that's the first thing they want. Mommy, can we have cookies? And and they are terrible because they're both like really slim, you know, and they will eat that whole pack, all twelve cookies, in one night. I wake up they, the next morning, the packages like, be empty. I ain't mad at them. I'm not mad at them. <laughs> eat them while you can, baby. Eat them because <laughs> you That's won't be able to eat them later. <laughs> That's true. While it don't stick to you, because when it starts sticking, <laughs> you will have to give them up. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I have. Thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, and I would I would love to do it again if you're open to that. Absolutely, um, Absolutely. I am actually going to be in Africa um, for season two. This is season one, but for season two, I'm going to be in Africa. I figured I'd take advantage. I'm going to be there for a month, and so yeah, I would love to get you on a call while I am there. I think yes. that would be awesome. So of course, I'm gonna hit you up about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I would love to. I got to learn about that journey there. Yes, I'm excited. You know, and it all started. Um, a young lady on Instagram posted, I'm going to be in Africa for 30 or I want to go to Africa for 30 days. Who's in? And I was like, shit, I'm in. I want to do that, you know. And so I booked the tickets and I was like, because at first I was like, who can afford to go to Africa? It must cost like a lot of money. I was like, Girl, you can afford you to go can. to Africa. You better know it. You better know it. <laughs> you can afford to go to Africa. So I am excited. 
Um, and you don't have to beg to be off. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I could take, see that. Hello. That's one of the benefits of entrepreneurship. I ain't got to put in no time cards, you know, no. no vacation requests. First of all, I used to hate those vacation requests because they'd say, well, we have to see who else is off and we have to go based on seniority. You may not have as much time as other people. What? Figure it out. I'm saying to myself, I'm still going, but go ahead and figure it out. What they say? PTO, prepare the others. Cause I ain't going to be here. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So yes. I love it. But thank you so much for having this conversation with Absolutely. me. Absolutely. It has been amazing. And so I will make sure I put all your information down in the show notes so everybody can get in touch with you. Yes. But go ahead and tell them how to get in touch with you on Instagram right now. Go ahead. All right, y'all. Y'all can um connect with me on Instagram at Monica Swint Consulting. S-W-I-N-T <laughs> Consulting. Yes. And you, um, you can reach me www.monicaswint.com. Wonderful, wonderful. For all your mess yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I think um, for the ladies who are already in business, you know, they're already doing med spas and stuff like that. And they really just want to know, like, how can I grow my business? There's no other mentor for you besides Monica Swint. Like, it's yeah. not. And look, without, I forgot to say this, with our med spa mm -hmm. audit, our clients are seeing seven to twelve percent increase in revenue within thirty within days. Thirty days. I know y'all heard that. Within thirty Ooh. days, because they're they're leaving all the money on the table. They're chasing clients with the the money is yes. already there. So we show them where the money at, and then we say, "Here's your money," and they're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and the best person yeah. to sell to is people who have already purchased. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. They out here looking for new people, but you already got people. Put them on the Absolutely. plane. <laughs> Keep them coming back. <laughs> that boy, that boy. Well, I love you girl. And I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so, Absolutely. so much. So I'm going to. 